The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y. That's code W-H-Y-Y for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources reboot your credit card with apple card the only credit card designed for iphone it gives you up to three percent daily cash back on every purchase plus apple card has no fees not even hidden ones apply for apple card now in the wallet app on iphone apple card issued by goldman sachs bank usa salt lake city branch subject to credit approval variable aprs for apple card range from 19.24 percent to 29.49% based on creditworthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to The Why with Dwayne Wade. This is part two of my conversation with the legend, Pat Bradley. Coming up, we're going to talk about some of the things I would do in games to make him mad. And also, too, we're going to talk about the decision to trade for the big fella Shaq, which sent my good friend Lamar Odom and Karan Butler to L.A., but brought Shaq that came with a championship later. We're also going to discuss how heat culture was built from scratch. We'll get into all that when we come back. coach and then stand with my coach then you're my coach um but the message was the same yeah right nothing changed from the standpoint of the message and the message was that we were going to work our asses off yeah right and we were going to do it and we were going to build this unity this family you know this brotherhood together and we're going to win together and lose together and so to be able to come in and three years later to be in the nba finals with one of the greatest players ever played in shaq Mm -hmm. I know for me, and because I knew about being a fan of the game that those moments don't come often, right? Mm -hmm. And so I knew I had a a moment and I wanted to seize it. Where were you at at that point in your profession where you have already won, but you didn't win? As we talked about, it was 88 was the last time that you had won. And Mm -hmm. now you're back in the seat again. Where were you at in that moment of 2006 when we entered the NBA Finals? Because we wasn't the best team all year. Right. So where were you at in understanding, like, okay, I may not have the best team, but what did you know you had to be able to win that championship? Well, if you get there, you know, if you get there with you and with Shaq, I got a shot. That's right. If I, we know, get there, we got a shot. If we get there, we got a, we, we got a shot. And, and, and we did have a checkered regular season. I, I remember a game, you know, that year, <laughs> and, you know, GP was the best. <laughs> he was my favorite that year, Gary Payton. <laughs> Senior. And <laughs> so we, we got our ass whipped one night in Dallas Oof, during the regular season. It was 40. really bad. Remember? About 40. Yeah, by 40. And so, you know, I wasn't too happy after the game. And so, you know, the locker room was quiet. I know where you were sitting in the corner, Shaq was like, everybody was quiet. I'm just walking back and forth for like four or five minutes, just, <laughs> just walking. Didn't say a word, just walking. And then <laughs> Gary, Gary shouts out, he said, Okay, coach, what are we going to do? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. What are we going to do? Okay. And I said, and I yelled back at him, okay, 
what do you think we should do, Gary? What do you what do you think we should do? You know, and then I got off. I went off. I started talking about, you know, I think you need to have an attitude adjustment. You, Gary Payton Sr., who's never won a title. <laughs> I went off like I, I didn't go off on everybody, but I said, if you will follow me, I said, Gary, if you will follow me, I can get you there. That's all I can do. If you'll follow me. But if you won't, then then we're not going to have a chance, you know. So so players somewhere have to believe that that a head coach can get him there. He can't win it for him. He might be able to get him there. Right. It's like if I if I diagram a play for you, you know, uh, to win a game, my job is to get the ball to you. Mm-hmm. I can't create the shot. Now, if I can create a play off of an out-of-bounds play that gets you a wide-open shot, well, that's that's something that maybe I scouted. The important thing is to get it to you. And I remember the pass. I remember the pass at, in, at half court in game three. Was it game three? Game when three we came here. back and we, it's the last shot where you had to dribble through everybody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was half court. But mm-hmm. it was inbounded in the air and you saw it. You were going to go into the back court for a violation. Well, I, I was in remember? the front court. Right. I jumped in the back court. Uh, you had to. You I had, had to, to jump in the back court because I would have. Right. Yeah, because if I would have caught it in the front court, and first of all, they would have trapped me. That's right. And so I needed to give myself some space. Right. But I had to catch, I had to jump back because right. I couldn't have both a feet here and feet there. I know. Yeah. And then you took off. Yeah, then I just. Two five guys. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not me. You just gave yeah, me left, the ball. You went through there, through the legs to the right. There's three guys coming at you. Somehow you got it. To the rim, and then Nowitzki, you know, followed you on the play, and he followed you. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. No, but uh, you know th- that whole thing about uh, you know giving players, you know, that opportunity. I didn't even know where I, I went. Now we're off into another tangent here. So, what was the question you asked me? <laughs> well, just well, just about yeah. In 2006, like, what did you see, like, to help us get there? And you said it's oh, really yeah. just making yeah. sure, like, it's yeah. kind of like yeah. putting you in a position. Follow me, get me here. Then from there, yeah, y'all got to do what y'all do. Yeah, I thought against Detroit in Game Six here at the uh, at the arena when we won yep. the Eastern Conference Finals the year before we lost the seventh game because you were hurt, you know, with the rib, and then and then that next year, yeah, um, you know, when we we blitzed Detroit. I mean, Jay Will was ten out of eleven. You know, we just had a great game. Yeah, we smashed them. I mean, it was it was a wonderful celebration here, but that might have that also might have softened us a little bit, you know. And so we went to Dallas. We got we got wiped the first two games. Did not play well at all, and we're down thirteen in the third quarter. But but I always feel like you know you know until it's really over. I mean we're pretty much in dire straits. And then you took over and got us that first win. And then I always I always say that you got us the first win, and then Dallas helped us in the second and third wins. You <laughs> 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 went sequestered everybody up yeah. in uh, Fort Lauderdale. All the media, out of Miami yeah, I remember and all, all that. Stuff. Yeah, they move hotels, and so there's drama and everything. And so, but if you get to the finals, I think players, you know, will understand that. Yeah, like you say, mm-hmm. you can't let this opportunity get away because you'll never get it again. Yeah, um, I, I think star players got to win you two games. I yeah. think your coach got to win you one, yeah. and I think your role players got to win you one. Yeah, that's how you get to your four, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, and so in my mind, I was like, I gotta win. I gotta win us two games, right? If we're gonna win this championship, you did those the games three and four. Yeah, to, to well, get I there. went off a game. Four. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, I went off a game four. I know you did, and it was just it was just an incredible thing, as you say. And then in game six. You needed help. And needed help. Okay. They're coming after you. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, four of the biggest baskets in the fourth quarter. I, I, I mean, Posey hit the corner three. Yeah. UD, UD hit a baseline jumper. Yeah. UD hit a elbow jumper. UD got the offensive, offensive rebound. rebound. And, then, <laughs> and then we get caught with about five seconds to go on the court, in, in, on the clock. And James Posey's in the right corner, left corner. And I said, No. <laughs> and you're being denied by three guys. And James drives to the middle and hits a little runner. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaq got a dunk in that whole run. So uh, besides you uh, missing the two free throws at the end of the game, that could have solidified it. See, I, never but, I had to put that. a little drama in the game. <laughs> I can't believe To this day, I cannot believe I missed both of those free throws. You I know, was so confident going to the line. I screwed you up. 
Because we had that little quick conversation you know, before. But, but here's what you did. You <laughs> see, you, you created almost it, it, what is a sacrilege at that moment when you're on the brink of winning a world title of thinking this is one. Because we had a timeout. He called timeout. And so we had a timeout. I know you're going to get two. We're ahead three. He's just got to make I one. I just hit like six in a <laughs> row. <laughs> and so he stands up before he break the huddle, and he puts his arm around my shoulder. Like, this is over. We got this. And I said, make the fucking, fucking free yeah, throws. Yeah, go make the fucking free throws. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he missed both. And then Gary Payton picked up full court, and he followed the shit out of Jason Terry. <laughs> grabbed his jersey, and we ended up winning the title. But, but the greatest image, though, the greatest image is when when I saw it miss, I, I knew I, we're winning. Again, when I saw it miss and go way up, and you get the rebound, and then you threw it in the air, and then that was it. It's yeah. that moment. That moment. Think about it, Dwayne. That moment is the most euphoric moment in sports. It's the moment when you know you just won a title. Now you hug and you kiss. And you, everything is great and celebrate. Everybody loves everybody. So it was our first great moment, really great moment of celebrating absolute recognition. Yeah. 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 It, 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 I don't know if it's the same for you, um, but knowing your story, I remember you guys lost in, what, 84? Yeah. And uh, then you came back and won in 85. Yep. And that was probably yep. your probably one yep. of your favorite championships, right? And so to lose in 05 like we did right. and come back and win in 06 right. the way right. we did, yeah. it, to me, that's my that's my 85 moment. At all the things that I accomplished, yeah. that if that felt the best yeah. because of the year before, yeah. losing in Game 7 at East Conference Finals. Definitely, uh, you know, those kinds of experiences because you learn from, you know, a lot from those experiences. Uh, we didn't have the hate, and I hate to use that word, for Detroit that the Lakers had for the Celtics. And so that whole rivalry was different. Yeah, um, We would have probably developed that kind of relationship with Detroit if we played them five or six times, you know, so especially in the playoffs. Detroit or Dallas? Uh, Detroit. Detroit, like Eastern, Eastern Conference. Conference. Eastern Conference. You know, so we didn't have that. So right. we lost to them the year before. Right. You got hurt, and then we won it. But we didn't – it wasn't one on because we hated them. Right. We just beat them. <laughs> you know, we're, we beat them really better. good. We were better. And, uh, you know, for a player to be able to, I think, rise, you know, rise above it, which is what you did uh, in, in, in certain role players. You know, I can remember, I mentioned Jay Will in, in, in that game, but also when I mentioned, you know, Posey and Udonis and, and Shaq, they weren't role players, but they were significant players that had no fear. Yeah. At the end of the game, they didn't have any fear in, in, in to close it. And it's hard to close a game. It's hard to close a championship yeah. game, out, you know, close one. How do you how do you continue to muster it up, right? Okay, you got that championship in 06. You've done it. You're at the mountaintop. Now you want to do it again and again and again. But you have years in between where you lose, you lose, you lose. How do you keep redefining yourself and keep wanting to be on that stage again? Like what is it in you that that breeds that? Well, you know, I think the point that I was trying to make in the last uh, segment here or the last comment was, see, this 2006 championship ring, that one right there, okay, that championship ring, you know, with the bezel in the back and, I mean, uh, with the, the trophy, that was the 85, exactly the 85 version, but very small. Mm. So when we won in 2006, that's what I showed Mickey, and I said, that's what we should keep it simple and elegant, not too big. But it reminded me of 85, yeah. you know, going back and, and how we had to come back from what they called the Memorial Day Massacre. And so even though it's symbolic, I mean, you go all the way back and remember, you know, what you're talking about, that, you know, 84, you know, was an absolute choke on our part. I hate to use that word, the Lakers and myself, the lose, when we probably could have solidified the win a little bit like in 2010, 11. We we might have, we should have won game two, but that's over with and you learn from that. So, yeah. You know, you really do. Hard losses. I mean, them hard lessons yeah. right there. And, and then in 85, it reminds me of what your breakthrough was, was when James Worthy. See, in 85, besides Kareem being the MVP of the series, James Worthy arrived as a young player in 85 because he had a tough 
84 series, but in 85, he just dominated. And so somewhere another player will actually rise to the occasion when you got cream and when you got, you know, uh, Worthy and Magic and Cooper and Scott and all of these, these great players, one of those guys will rise to the occasion in three or four games, you know, and uh, ended up, uh, end up helping you really win a championship. So, and uh, so that was your year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, 80, in 2006. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you muster it up? Like you've been in, I mean, you've, you, your first coaching was in 81. I'm, I was born in 82. So that's been 42 years for you. 55. And so, you, so plus <laughs> from that. 67. Right. So 67. How do you, 55 years in this, uh, Pat, like how do you keep it, how you keep going to want to be the best? Yeah. It's not about that anymore what for is it? me. It's not about being the best anymore. It's not about, and we talk about legacy. Everybody else can can talk about those things, and you know, people have asked me to retire and 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 move on. And so, there's the one thing that 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 I still love about the game is I love the competition. So mm-hmm. I love the competition. I'm not a big fan of today's game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sure, but. I have to adapt like everybody else yeah. does to the contemporary game and the contemporary player, yeah. which I have done. Uh, the people that that have been working with me here for 28 years, you know, I respect so much that they can. They're now doing whatever they're doing at a very high level, and when I leave, they can just move and keep the ship going unless they want to change it. So I do it because. I can't see myself doing anything else. Yeah. You know, I, I can't retire. I hate golf. <laughs> I'm about as good as you are. So I don't like golf. I'm, I'm not good know? at all. And I, hold one. I don't do tennis. I don't do pickleball. I play pool. Very good. I play Texas Hold'em really good. Okay. Okay. I can play backgammon and chess really good. They're not uh, going to give you what. <laughs> they're not going to give you what that arena give you on you know, seven so o'clock at night. I used to love. I couldn't get into the games, but all the games that you guys had up in the front playing those poker games, yeah. I want. Oh, I wanted in on those games <laughs> so bad. Really? Oh yeah, I used to go up there and I used to see all this money in the middle of the table, and it happened in New York too because you had a bunch of gamblers there. Okay, yeah. guys. I mean, there were like thousands of dollars in the pots and stuff like that. And I used to go up and say, okay, let's shut this down here a little bit. And they'd look at me like, why? I said, because one of you are going to get hurt. And they say, what do you mean hurt? No, one of you are going to lose a hundred grand one night and you're going to be hurt by you're that. I don't care who it is. Right. You're you know, going to be hurt by we that. had one player do that. And he was like depressed for like a week. <laughs> I said, I want all of you to give the money back to that guy so we, we can get him back playing again. So but anyhow, that doesn't keep me in the game, but that's why. I don't have any other real hobbies out there. Chris and I are, you know, solid. Kids are growing. They're in Colorado, have places to go. I still live in Malibu. And I love the game. Yeah. So that's it. So until Mickey says, you know, <laughs> well, if I keep forgetting all the time, he's okay. <laughs> you know, let's, but I just love the game. I love these guys. Uh, I love second guessing everything every day, you know, and I tell Spo, I second guess you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just do. It's a coach, you know. So I was talking to him yesterday about uh, what I call the DMZ zone now. You know, DMZ. D- DMZ in this game, okay. That's the the demilitarized zone, okay. DMZ zone. It's like an, the military. It's like a war. You can't go over it or, or back one of the. It's a it's a DMZ line. They have it in South Korea, and North Korea. It's called the DMZ line up there. They don't let anybody go across either way. And so, and so from the free throw line to the other free throw line is the DMZ zone. You know it very well. He knows this line very well because what is the one thing that you used to do to piss me off all the time? You didn't what? Run back, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but I, I took into account that that used to drive to the basket, you know, twenty times a game and get knocked down By fifteen. People way bigger than me, yeah. And so he's always hitting the floor, and of course they'd run out, and then he'd be getting up. Sometimes he'd be upset at the official and yeah. yelling at the official too much. But they're scoring at the other end, and so that DMZ zone between free throw line and free throw line today is the most important part of building your defense because you've got to 
transition. I mean, if you take a look at Indiana. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting back against Indiana, for instance, they're scoring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable the pace that they're playing at. So it's really hard to go from offense, and especially for and Jimmy Butler is the same way today because he hits the floor all the time, is to get up and get back. And if 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 you can't get up and really get back, then there has to be two guys that are saving. That's holding the fort. That's saving it until mm-hmm. you can get the last guy coming back. Mm-hmm. And so, and then when he didn't get across half court, I used to call it a dog trot. I said, you know, Dwayne, you were dog trotting last night. <laughs> you know, my defense. He didn't like that word. And uh, but you have to, you know, we you have to, we can conquer that this year as a team. The DMZ and get back for real and turn and defend, you could save 16, 17 points a game. How you do that? Building trust? Let's try to no, build. it's effort. It's transition. It's but for drilling. Your, for your guys, right? Yeah, for the yeah. guys to hold, hold yes. it down. It's a trust that's yeah. built in Yeah, there, we right? used to call it back on the raise, okay? Back yeah. on the raise. So every time somebody raised on a jumper, okay, wherever the jumper came from on the raise, people were heading back, right. except for maybe one offensive rebound, like Zoe or Shaq. Go to the offensive boards. And so you got to get two guys back, and then the third guy's got to get back. And, and it, it has to be for real, and it's got to be you know something that is defensive, not defensive, defensive, because when you're backpedaling, you got the ball coming at you, and so it's hard to guard that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have enough guys back, then, then guys are going to get shots at will. They're going to get layups, so they're going to get threes. And, yeah. and that's today's game. And, and the fact that, that every team in the league has trained – for the early transition layups or the early transition lobs or the early transition threes, you got to get back. Otherwise, you're going to get beat by teams that run. I mean, yeah. you, you look what happened last night, and uh, and uh, they just outran them. They had 135 points in the game, and uh, I'm talking about Indiana over Milwaukee in the end season tournament. So, conditioning is the biggest part of that, Dwayne. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on creditworthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y. That's code Y, W-H-Y, for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this show is sponsored by better help people don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down you may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments that comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mom does or that silly thing you said in a meeting Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Wade today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Wade. One of the problems that I had as a coach, and I, I didn't change it enough, is I is I had too many hard practices. I did. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But that, you that, say that to wow. my good ear? <laughs> I had too many hard practices. Man, somewhere yeah. Tim Hardaway is rolling over in his grave. <laughs> somewhere all these players are like, what? Yeah, but I didn't realize it until later on. You know, so, uh, but, that, but everybody practiced hard at the time. But, but I had too many hard practices. And then I started to change it. As a matter of fact, when Shaq came. And instead of pounding uh, the court the day after a game, oh, yeah. what'd we do? We would ride that bike. <laughs> yeah, we'd ride, oh, that we'd bike. ride that bike. And we had the heart monitors on, and they were all attached to one big screen, and we had number three up here. We were at a practice. We were like, let's put us on the court. <laughs> no, no. So I didn't want you to, like, pound, but this was okay, but I wanted to get the heart rate up. And so... And Bill was out there, and and Bill would, would monitor everything. And so we'd do 45 minutes of, of, of real interval training to get your cardiovascular up. And so that's what I see today. Guys who aren't in shape, but their bodies are 230 and 5% body fat, their cardio is not there because they're not doing enough running. Mm. They're not doing enough cardio at home. They're not, And we don't do it here. And so... That was my way of softening the practices, but you guys would rather run up and down. I'd rather run up and down yeah. the court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think we all know it's a it's a conversation out there about heat culture, and everyone wants to yeah. know like what's the secret sauce, right? Everyone's like, even with me, they're like, what's the sauce? What's the sauce? <laughs> how? I mean, we talked about a little bit going yeah. back to why and how you got on the basketball floor, and so I understand a little yeah. bit more how the culture where it was built at. Yeah. But how do you feel about something as simple as the culture that you brought in being something that's trying to get duplicated year after year after year from all these different organizations. Well, it's the continuity of it. And, you know, I mean, there's so much written about culture today, and a lot of it in reference to the heat that a lot of people want to throw up. They're tired of hearing about it. Yeah. And, and that, like it's almost like – are they the only ones that have a culture? <laughs> no, everybody has a culture, and a culture is simply a shared vision, and uh, of what it is you want to do to get to where it is you want to go. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a shared vision of what you have to do to get there. And so, it's up to the coach to create the philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just the acronyms of hardest working, best conditioned, most professional, unselfish, toughest, nastiest, meanest, disliked team in the league, whatever. You know, whatever that moniker is, you can take each one of those acronyms and you can talk about that for 30 minutes, hard work, conditioning, and what it takes and all that stuff. And so once you set the tone about what your philosophy is going to be, uh, and you have to then paint the picture, and it's like an image. Mm-hmm. You know, you paint the picture of what it's going to look like because we do these things. This is what it's going to look like. And then you start showing pictures of championship parades and, you know, confetti coming down and baseball hats, uh, you know, with, I mean, caps, you know, with championships on. And you start showing them that's what we want, and this is how it, it's going to look. Right. And then – you have to sear that image into a team and a player's mind every day. You have to talk about it every day. So they see it. They believe it. They'll do the things that it's going to take to get there. And But you got to hold them accountable. No. Yeah, but th- that determines their behavior and it fuels their, their motivation and it inspires them. Mm-hmm. But, you, yeah, you still have to motivate them and mm-hmm. you have to push them every day towards that image. You mm-hmm. know, some guys say, you know what? I'm enough already, okay? That's like six months down the road. You know, let's not even talk about championships. And so I was opposite of that. I was always trying to paint that picture of what yeah. it looked like, you know, and, and things. So a culture is important. It's, it's one that becomes more organic. Uh, guys gravitate to the message. Guys buy into it. And guys start to talk to each other about it. Mm-hmm. And guess who holds 
the, guess who holds those accountable? We hold each other accountable yes. to it. Mm -hmm. the, the locker room holds each other accountable. Mm -hmm. and, and when there's one bad one in the locker room or two or three bad ones, and I, I don't say this, or naysayers that don't want to buy it, then you got to get their head straight or you got to come into my office and say, you got to trade that guy because <laughs> you know, he's not helping. And so I've always sort of depended on the players to sort of manage uh, – to manage that that kind of culture magic did it you know uh as patrick in new york you know in the beginning so and tim tim believed in it even though he didn't like it you know you became the culture carrier and we always forget about you know ud that year that you got drafted we ended up getting probably if you were to redraft that year he'd probably be a lottery pick you know ud as good as he was yeah you know, so you got to have those kind of men, Dwayne, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, I tell people all the time on the outside when they ask me, I always say, you know, all these things. But I say, if if no one is holding you accountable to these things, yep. then it doesn't even matter. You, right? Mm -hmm. Like, best condition. Okay, who's holding me accountable to be best condition? Right. Because a lot of people are saying things, but it's no follow through with it. Mm -hmm. Or it's, they're allowing for mistakes to yep. continue to happen. It's yep. like, it's no accountability to making sure that that play is ran perfect on right. 501, right. 501, whatever it is, right? And so yeah. it's that accountability yeah. that allows your culture to stand up exactly. strong. And right? knowing that there's no such thing as perfection. Right. That there's always going to be mistakes and, and that you learn to deal with them and overcome them, develop the intelligence not to continue to, to make the same mistakes, but you will again and again and again. And, and you know, from that standpoint. So, you know, the players hold each other accountable the head coach simply has to devise a system and a plan whereby he can do these things, where he can, you know, set up practices that will, you know, if I believe in closing out with the inside foot up to make sure we're pushing everybody baseline, then that's what we're teaching on our closeout drills. You know, we're running out left foot inside up, we're going to force some baseline, we're going to slide, we're going to try to take him to that. All of these things that we used to do, yeah. if you remember, three-line rush, mm -hmm. we would start with, you know. Oh, I remember. <laughs> and then we'd go right to, you know, advanced retreat defensive drills. Then let's do six. We come back, we do a driving line. Mm -hmm. Let's do nine. <laughs> then we come back and do. <laughs> and so 35 or 45 minutes of, we'll of running mm -hmm. and defensive work. Period. That started our practices. And then we'd get into running five on O offense or whatever it was at the time. So I have to devise the plan. The players have to say, this is good. I remember Eddie Jones said to me one time, we, we used to call it the five series. And we used to run a lot of stuff for Eddie different than you. Uh, but a lot of the stuff too uh, we put in. And, and so I remember in training camp, Eddie Jones you know, we were running all his plays one day, and he's, oh, man, this is good stuff, coach. I'm going to love this stuff, you know. And, and then, of course, he came and took it all away from him. <laughs> but uh, we ran it for both of you. And so I had you on one side. He was on the other side. <laughs> we had a good team that year. That, that Stan's first year was a really good I love team. that. I actually yeah. really, really love that uh, team. That team could have developed, yeah. Yeah. yeah you ain't you ain't let it develop, no. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> when Shaq came on the market, I said, he's got at least three more years uh, and I and I also believe I said Dwayne deserves it, you know, and you know, I hated to give up. Oh God, I hated to give up Karan and Ello, yeah. you know, and 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 I hated to give up Brian. Brian had to go because of the money, but but I mean, Lamar Odom and Karan were. If the three of you could have just stayed together for three or four more years, we probably would have. I would have got another center if it wasn't Shaq or something. Does that happen often? But where you have those moments where you're like, oh, I hated the, hate, that you I hate hated to give up certain trade. guys. Yes, I hated to make that trade. But, but I also, <laughs> was it my desperation <laughs> that I needed a title after all these years and when since 88? And I said, you know what? I got about another year left of me. I want to go for it. Okay, <laughs> hell with it. As long as Dwayne, and they, they, believe me, they hit me over the head with the back to get you. That was it. No, 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 no. And then eventually I cracked on, on LO, uh, you know, from that standpoint. But we ended up getting the result. And so, and that's what my job was at the time. Yeah. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you have any regrets? Yes. 
But but not many because you can't. You can't right. as a player and because they're just so many repetitions and so many things that happen, so many games and so many things, missed shots at the end that I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done yeah, that. You wish you could have it back. Yeah, you can yeah. have it back. You know, you know, you don't get them back. And that's sports. That's professional sports. And sometimes it's very, very painful to go through something that you know that you might have done wrong or yeah. you made a mistake, a bad decision. And and I mean, that's life. I mean, yeah, that's, that's all. It is like all points you know, of life. You know, it's like. But it, does that? But does that breed regret? Or because we learn in those moments, right? Yeah. That, that's where we grow yeah. in those moments. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you regret it when you're younger. When you're my age, you don't regret it anymore. It becomes sort of maybe maybe wisdom. Yeah, you know that it happened. These yeah. are the things that happened to me in my life that actually keeps me where I am today. And because I, 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 I learned from it. I, I would say if there's one thing I, w- I, I could, you always say, could I do it over again? If you're in a teacher's mode, a coach's mode or something for so long is I, I wish I would have used different words in talking to my teams and mm. to the players. That's all. And so I only learned that as I got older and older and older, you know, and so that that's the only thing I I, I I wouldn't do it differently, but I would have talked to players differently because hmm. I was a yeller and screamer. You know, that's what it was. And so now we can do a therapy session, take me all the way back to my upbringing. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y. That's code Y, W-H-Y, for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save fifty dollars on select battery tool sets real steel Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Throughout this old journey of, of all the things basketball, which had been, I mean, you have one of the greatest basketball stories that has ever has ever been been put out here. Um, but how has it been to be able to watch your other family grow? You know, I, I love to hear you talk about being a granddad because mm-hmm. it softens you up a little bit. How do, how has that been? Like throughout this whole time, being able to have Chris by your side, you guys go through this fifty five mm-hmm. years of basketball together, watch your kids grow, and now to be a granddad. At the same time of having all the success on this side, right? How has that been? Well, it's just it's. It, I, I think that's the circle of life for you. Yeah, you know they call the golden years for older people like myself the golden years, and they're not <laughs> because when you get to the golden years, you think that everything's going to be easier, 
and palm trees and oceans and oh, travel. Oh, it's not? You're telling me it's not? No, oh. because it's painful. You're, you're managing uh, illnesses and diseases <laughs> and, you know, and kids. And you, you think the kids are, are tough when they're like teenagers or lesser than that. Sometimes in their 30s, they're, they're even challenging. Mm. But uh, no, the, the grandkids, uh, Olivia and Connor, uh, are beautiful children. You have to spend Thanksgiving with them. Uh, my two children are very responsible, you know, from the standpoint, uh, Elizabeth and James and, and their spouses. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm happy to see that they're happy. And I'm, I'm happy to see that they're growing and that they're independent. And, and when I, and we go visit, Chris and I go visit, you know, I leave a message, you know, I said, when we come, you know how mom and dad are, you know, mm-hmm. as far as we want things, but, you know, in a certain thing. I don't want to have to work, you know, when I come out to visit, <laughs> to visit you guys. And so they both live in Colorado. I miss them dearly. Uh, Chris FaceTimes every single night. Uh, she brings me in with Connor, and uh, we can't get him off the computer. He's just like his father. They're both like digital geniuses and algorithms and everything already at, he's just turned 12 and Olivia's three and she's just a little doll what a little sweetheart she is so they've done a great job so it's yeah. it, it's great that that's I think the one thing about it that gives somebody like me who was an absentee father mm-hmm. okay when you're an NBA player or a coach and you're traveling, you know, six months a year, and you're gone a lot, and you miss a lot. Mm-hmm. And even when you're home, uh, there are times that you're absent-minded because you're thinking about the game or you're watching film when you should be giving James a bath or Elizabeth a good night story or something. And uh, I, I was guilty of that. I think we all are because we're surviving we're successful and we want to create something for the future and sometimes that's the sacrifice that you have to to give up yeah. and sometimes you do it unbeknownst you, you, sometimes you come back and try to be a super dad then but you still got the game on your mind you always do and it's just it's it's impossible not to so you know any marriage like mine that can last 55 years you know my wife is a saint She's a saint. Chris is a saint. She's a prayer warrior. And the things that she has done, you know, over our lifetime together, not just with the kids, but with friends and, 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 and being like, you know, Mrs. Coach, when I was coach, was Chris and Pat. She was so into family and trying to bring the wives together and, yeah. and you know, our holiday Christmas parties, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, you know, we had a holiday Christmas party. I won't name the name of the player. It was over at Coral Gables. And you know, she spends the whole month getting ready for this holiday party. You know, so she puts a lot of time and effort in it. She has no expectation other than having everybody have fun. And the gift exchanges the and gift, all the food the, was that's great. That's it. Yep. That's the moment. And so one player didn't show up one night. And he didn't come to it. And so the next day, you know, we're, we're on the wall. At American Airlines Arena at the time. We're on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) On the wall. With me and my high school coach, who was backs against the bleachers, he made a stand. At least I let you guys sit Sit out. (laughs) Thank you for that. So so we're on the wall, and we're talking about, okay, the game's ahead of us and and all that. And so so I looked down at the player, and uh, I said, What'd you do? Did you have a problem last night not coming to the party? You know, the holiday parties, family parties for everybody. He said the worst thing he could ever say to me. He said, I fell asleep. I said, you didn't fall asleep. I said, you made the biggest mistake of your life. I'm going to tell you one person to stay away from for the next month, okay? Her name is Chris Riley. (laughs) Because you insulted her by not. You insulted her. You know, I mean, so, you, you know, players have to understand that there are certain things you don't want to go to, but there are certain things you got to go to. And coaches realize there are certain things that they have to go to for players. You know, we can't go to everything because now everybody has 10, 20 things going on. Right. So, you know, so it's hard. But the holiday party, <laughs> oh, no. And, and so uh, 
I made him pay for about a week for that coming to the party. I shout out to Chris Riley. Who, yeah. See, yeah. you know, one thing I love about Chris from the first time I met her to when I see her the next time is it's a consistency in her. Yep. She, you know, she comes with the same joy, the yes, same openness. Yeah. Um, each time, no matter what is going on, no matter if we're winning, no matter if we're losing, no matter if you and I are bickering, no matter what was going oh, yeah. on in these 20 years, yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. consistent, you know, with, yeah. with who she is. And so really shout yeah. out to Chris she has, a, she has a tremendous spirit about her. And, and I like what, what, what you said, that regardless of what the situation is, she knows that Dwayne and I are not doing very good today, okay, or whatever it <laughs> is, or knows. Shaq and I are not. She goes right up. She I don't care. I said, I'm fine. I don't have a problem with Dwayne. She <laughs> goes up and gives you big hugs yeah. like nothing's going on. And she does that to everybody. She's got this spirit about her and this, this light about her. Don't mess with her. No. Okay? But she has... She has that, and she brings that to my life every single day. And so she's my prayer warrior. She has told him to keep the gate open for me, and, and, I, and she does that every single day. Yeah. And, and she says, he told me that you're going to have to break the gate down, <laughs> whatever. You know? so, but anyhow, uh, she has a group of, of of great women called the Wednesday Warriors. Mm -hmm. And they, every Sunday, I don't know why they call it Wednesday, but every Sunday they get on the phone for a couple hours and they just, they talk to each other, man. And, you know, about, and they're reading the Bible, reading verses. And when she comes out of that meeting, man, it's like, it's like this is like glowing from that standpoint. So faith is a big part of our life, Dwayne, yeah. real big time part. Well, I got one more question for yeah. you. I don't wanna, I could talk to you all day, obviously. Um, and when I started this off, I said the name of my podcast is The Why. The Why. The Why. And the reason it is that because a lot of people have been messing on my name my whole life. <laughs> D-W-Y. Right. Um, but I think it's a great question to end on always mm -hmm. is, you know, you're 78 years old. You've been in this game 55 years. What's your why going forward as we sit here? Well, you know, my, my why going forward is very, very simple now. It's about my health, okay, about my health. So I can be there for Chris and for my children, as long as I can have great health. Uh, happiness, mm -hmm. okay, to be as happy as, as I can be. And I have a tendency to, to become very depressed. I'm an Irishman, okay? <laughs> Alcoholism and depression <laughs> go with the Irish, okay? So, but I have a tendency to be a little bit depressed, but, uh, but happiness, uh, continue to be hungry mm -hmm. uh, about life and what's in front of you, you know, from that standpoint. And, uh, and I've definitely uh, learned about humility and being humble. So I call them the four H's. I'm always coming up with either three H's or three D's or four or whatever it is. So, um, and family, it's all about family and friends now, but the game is, is, is still central to everything. But my why is to however many good years I had left on this planet is to enjoy them in that context, you know, with the people that I love the most, you know, and I love being around the game, you know, so many players that I've coached in my life that lifted me up. Yeah. I mean, the greatness of, I mean, I'm, I'm the luckiest person ever to enter coaching. And I entered with the greatest team possibly in the history of the, of the game, other than maybe the Celtics of the sixties or maybe Jordan's team. Uh, and I, I never stopped having the opportunity of coaching great players that were there when I showed up, Patrick. You know, Oak, you know, Starks, Derek Harper, you know, Anthony Mason, Herb Williams, you know, then I came down here and the first thing that happened, I got Alonzo and Tim, mm -hmm. you know, and we had a five-year run and then you came into the life of Pat Riley and then Shaq came into the life. So he's been good. He's been good. He's been he's been surrounding me. He said, he's, you know what, <laughs> don't mess this up too many more times. He's he been says, good. But I have been so fortunate and uh 
to have great players. Yeah. And then to have an owner like Mickey Arison, who's, you know, opened everything up and, uh, and we're here together for 28 years. It's, it's almost hard to believe that in this league that I could still be in the same organization and all the same people for 28 years. So everybody that works here with me, I want them to do well. I want them to succeed. And when I leave, I want them to take whatever they can from it. That's, that's, yeah. I think that's what somebody's legacy is, is not, you know, what they write about you is that, you know, when you leave, you're leaving something for somebody else that's good yep. and that's that's what i want to do well I will, I will end by saying this you said like lifting you up and when you're in a, when you're in it sometimes it's hard to see it right yeah. but when you get away from it as you know you get to see the people that's putting your life to help lift you up and so i just want to thank you on behalf of mm -hmm. players that are here now the players have come before me and with mm -hmm. me for being that figure to want to lift us up right. and to be that person that is willing to be a leader, mm -hmm. say the tough things, say the things right. you don't want to hear, the right. uncomfortable things. Um, but also at the same time, in the midst of it, grab you and give you that hug. Mm -hmm. And so that right. which means a lot. So That's I just right. want to, I just want to say, I appreciate it. Just like you signed in the book. It's forever and for always. Yeah. It's forever and for always. I'll love Dwayne Wade. Yes, sir. And everything about him. Pat J. Riley. <laughs> you remember that? Thank you. Look at that. HOF, you man. Oh, sorry. You tatted sorry. yourself up with a Hall of well, Fame you know, thing. just in case I forget one day. <laughs> <laughs> my grandkids will help me. Uh, just in case. 15 is that? Oh, that's 75. Oh, that's 75. You know, okay. I actually became one of the top 75 players in the midst of this. That's right. That's right. In the midst of this run. Yeah. We both have had good runs, Dwayne. Mine's so been great. Keep them going. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.